The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. In order to believe the words of Jesus, we must let go of old ideas. We have to change to God's way of thinking. As David said, he said, Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in them. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, The God of More Than Enough. Speak the Word. I want to talk to you about the power of your prayer. So I'm going to be covering some things that I believe that's going to help you in your prayer life. I'd like to start by saying that I believe, and this is my, this is my, my belief, <laughs> that the best prayer, and of course I, I believe it's based on Scripture too, because uh, all in the Scriptures you've never heard Jesus pray long prayers. All of His prayers were short. Uh, this is another thing that we get caught up. We get caught up in a lot of religious things that somebody's got to keep on praying and praying and praying like God is already hearing and he can't hear. But that's not true. I believe that the best prayer is a short prayer and the most powerful prayer can also be a short prayer. When Jesus chose to leave the heavenly realms of glory to walk among us, his lifeline to God was through prayer. Jesus prayed because he knew that he could do nothing without God. And neither can we. When we learn, we can learn a lot about prayer from his teachings because he's taught his disciples how and when to pray. I'd like to begin with Matthew uh, chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. In the Message Bible, I'm going to be teaching. Some of my texts will be coming from the Message Translation. Some will be coming from the King James. uh, Some from the New Living Translation. So it just depends on... Which way, I, I research the scriptures as the Lord gives them to me, and, and when he puts it into my spirit, that's the message, because he wants you to understand what he's saying. And some translations will get this across, uh, will uh, reveal this to you uh, more so than others. In, uh, in, verse, in the New Living Translation, in verse 5, it says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. He says, for I tell you the truth, that it, that is all the reward, he says, they will ever get. In verse 6, in the message translation, it says, this is what he said. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to find a quite secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus, he says, will then shift from you to God and then you will begin to sense his grace. In the New Living, in verse 7, it says, And when you pray, don't babble on and on as people of religions do. He said, because they think that their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again and again. And I hear this again and again and again. You know, people just pray in these long Prayers, I don't care how pretty the prayer is or how long, you know, how long it is and how pretty it is. If it's not an anointed prayer, an affected prayer, it's not going to affect you. And I've heard some pretty prayers. I have prayed some pretty prayers. 
<laughs> I, I speak from I, I speak from experience. When I teach, I teach from experience. And when you go through something, as we all know, and especially as pastors, you go through something, you know, hey, that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, there must be another way. You know, I'm not doing this right. But it sounded so good. <laughs> it really sounded good. <laughs> But he said, don't babble on and on. Saints, I'd like to read this first coming to you from the Message Bible, the same one. I want you to listen carefully. Please listen carefully to what the Lord says. In verse 7 in the, in the Message Bible, it says, The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. That's a mouthful. The world is full of prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. He said they are full of formulas and programs, and advice, peddling, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. How about that? You hear that on the radio and the TV every day. You've got a formula for this, and a formula for that, and a technique for that, and a plan for this. You've got a one through through ten. If you follow these steps one through five, I guarantee God's going to answer your prayer. You know, I, this is the formula right here. I got the oil right here. It came from Israel. You know, so if, you, if you'll send in your $100 donation today, and I'll send you this bottle of oil. As a matter of fact, we're going to send you two bottles. And you're, going to, and you're going to get your prayers answered. However, our Father says, don't fall for that nonsense. This is your Father that you're dealing with, and He knows better than you what you need. They don't know what you need. Only God knows what you need. He says, with a God like this loving you, you can pray very simply. Hallelujah. I'd like to also to add this verse because without it, other verses will not help you. In verse 14 and 15, in prayer, when you pray, always in prayer, there is a connection between what God does and what you do. Anytime you pray a prayer, there's always a connection between what you do and what God does, regardless of what you're praying for, whether you're praying for your health and your body or your family, your finances, there's always going to be a connection between you and God because there's things that he's going to be doing, but he can't do certain things without you doing them. So there's always going to be that connection there. Are you hearing me? For instance, we cannot, we cannot get forgiveness from God, for instance, without also forgiving others. So if you refuse to do your part, then you cut yourself off from God's part. Are you hearing me? I realized this morning, as I was telling David to, uh, I didn't preach him the whole sermon. I told him he'd have to wait and get it with everybody else. <laughs> but as I was telling him this morning, I know that I have a lot of scriptures in my messages, and sometimes in my messages there are more than others. So I realized this morning that this is one of those times there's going to be a lot of scriptures read. I was putting this message together, I, and I'm thinking to myself, a lot of these scriptures, uh, I'm sure that all of you have heard time and time again, most of you anyway, have, have heard them at least once. And, and, I figured, and I thought about this, and I thought, well, you know, Lord, these are the scriptures you've given me, and you can have the attitude. You can have the attitude of, oh, well, I've heard all those verses before, or you can listen and allow your faith to increase. It's your choice. Because according to Romans ten seventeen, faith comes from hearing. And there is no other way that you can get your faith. If you want your faith increased, then you have to hear the word. You have to read the word, meditate on the word, and hear the word. You cannot pray to get your faith increased. It does not work that way. I know lots of people have come to me and asked me to pray that I have more faith. I would love to. But it won't help you because it doesn't come that way. 
somebody said something about the word and they say, well, I don't believe that God would like that. And I said, well, that's what the word says. And if it's not true, he wouldn't put it in here. You know, so it doesn't matter what somebody else believes. It only, you know, it's only what the word of God says. If he put it in here, he put it in here for a purpose. And he means it, and he meant every word. Every word is anointed word of God that was uh, inspired by him, you know. We also need to know that in all his teachings about prayer, our Lord never once referred to unanswered prayer. He doesn't refer to it. On the contrary, in John eleven forty two says he always hears. And as Isaiah sixty five twenty four says, it will come to pass that before they call, he says, I will answer. And while they're speaking, he says, I will hear them. Hallelujah. Jesus said, God always answers prayers. If our prayers are in the name of Jesus and in accord with his nature, in other words, with his will, the answers will not be in accord with our nature, but with his nature, meaning by his, you know, according to his word. It says in John 15, 7, if you're taking notes, he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, Ask whatever you wish, he says, and it will be done for you. Saints, we sometimes forget this. And we say without thinking that God does not always answer our prayers. But he does. He does always answer every time when we pray according to his word. In 1 John five fourteen, the New King James says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him. He said, this is the confidence. You have to come before him with confidence. And confidence equates to faith. You have to have faith. Confidence is faith. That's all confidence is, is faith. So you have to come before him. We can change that from now this is the confidence or this is the faith that we have in him, in that name, in that word. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. If you will, go with me to Matthew 7, verse 7, and we're going to see what the Lord uh, says about asking. In verse 7, 7 through 11, New King James, Jesus says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Ask, and you will find. He says, Knock, and it will be opened to you, for everyone who asks, receive. Now, how many is going to receive? Did he say everyone? Yeah. It says right here, everyone. That, that, that's me. I'm everyone. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open. So don't you think that the God who, who conceived you in love will do you even better? Hallelujah. As I was reading these scriptures, the Lord gave me this revelation. He had revealed to me uh, some time ago before, uh, he'd given me some revelations about this verse, but he said that most of his children don't realize what they need, he has already provided for them, and it's not in heaven. He says, it's here on earth. And he uses other people to get it to you. Everything we need is right here on earth. Not in heaven. He's already provided it. It's here. He provided it before we was ever born. He knew what your needs were before you ever had them. Saints, did you hear that? The Lord said what you need is here on earth. We're talking today about faith and, and we're talking about the power of prayer and the power of asking according to God's word. It is plainly written that if you want something that you're going to have to ask for it and have faith that you're going to get it. But it's, all, it's also important to know where the things that you're asking for are coming from. 
Also, let me stop and say this. This is not in my notes, but the Lord just dropped in my spirit, so I got to say it. <laughs> that um, when you pray, when you're, when, when you're in prayer uh, and you're seeking the Lord uh, about certain situations and things, there's things that you're praying and asking him to take that he don't want. You know, if you got, for instance, if you got a drug addiction or you're, you're uh, addicted to cigarettes, which I was for many years, and, and I would say to the Lord, I just, Lord, I just pray you just take this, the cigarette habit, take this cigarette away from me. He, he don't want it. He, he don't want the drug habit. He, he don't want the sickness. He, he don't want any of this stuff that we want him to take. We want him to take it. But, but he will provide for you to get rid of it. He will give you the scriptures and the directions and the instructions on how you can get rid of it. But he said he don't want it. So I don't know, like I said, where that came from and why, but he don't want it. Another profound way of saying this, if you don't ask, you don't receive. In other words, you don't get it. You have not, he says, because you ask not or you've asked in a mist. God wants you to ask him for what you need and desire. He wants and expects you to be bold about asking, according to 1 John five fourteen, We just read that. I think that most people have concerns about asking God for too much, not realizing that you're actually honoring him when you are asking. You, when, you know, it, it's... Um, Another thing that I, I think I'd written somewhere down in here, wherever, um, that we have to realize that when we are praying and petitioning the Lord for certain things in our lives, uh, sometimes it's hard for us to think on a larger scale because we've been so programmed to think on a small scale. In other words, we think that he will only meet our needs and not our wants. But he can do both. You know, but he can only do what you expect him to do and have faith for him to do. You know, so it honors him when you, because you, it shows big faith. You know, I don't mean to be ridiculous, you know, about your prayer life. I don't mean that at all. Because like I said, if you, if you were, if you were praying uh, for a million dollars, you know, and you, you don't have faith, you know, for $10, you, you could get the million and he can give it to you, but you have to have the faith for it. But normally you start out. You start out. This is like, you know, I've said this before. You go over to, I go over to the inlet to work out with my weights or on treadmill. I start out with a certain amount of weights, you know. Start out with 5 pounds and then 10 pounds and then 13. And you gradually work your way up. And, and, and it, our faith grows. It grows. But you have to exercise your faith. And the more you exercise your faith, like anything else, the more it's going to grow. And so my prayer today is that it is going to increase as you hear the word. Brother Hagin used to say that people would come up to be prayed for. And they would say, Pastor, I have this wrong with me. And I have this pain here. And I got this pain over here. And I got this thing going over over here. But if you could just pray for this particular thing to be healed, he said, I could deal with the rest of it. Pastor, you know, my back is aching. I got this pain in my right leg. And I got one in my left leg. And, but the really worst pain is about here in my neck. But if we could just get the neck healed, I believe I could deal with the pain in the legs. <laughs> just think, you know, we laugh, but that's what we do. We think, oh, God can't handle all that. He'd have to get up off his throne, you know. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like saying, 
I know God can do this, but I'm not sure if he can uh, heal everything else. Think about that. You know, the word tells us in uh, Psalm 7, 8, 41 in the King James that we limited the Holy One of Israel. We limited him. And how did we do that, saints? We set boundaries on his power. We set boundaries on his goodness by saying that this he could do. That's how they did. They said, well, he can do this and he can do that, but I don't think he can do this. So they limited him. You're actually showing more faith, as I said before, a greater faith in his ability to provide for you when you ask for the big stuff and what seems like an impossible, you know, impossibility. But keep in mind that, like I just said, that it's not you that's going to bring it about. It's not you that's got to answer the prayer. But the God of the universe that owns it all. He says he owns all the gold and all the silver. He owns everything. And he is the provider. He is our resource. There's nothing that you can ask him for that he cannot provide you with. He already knows you're going to ask him anyway. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Everything I have today, I have asked the Lord for. And at the time I was asking, these things seemed impossible. I mean, some of the things that I was asking the Lord for 10, 15 years ago, totally impossible impossible i mean if i could tell somebody at that time some of the things i was writing down in my little blue book and the things i was believing the lord for they'd laugh at me you know but that's okay because we serve an awesome god and i asked you know for instance i asked the lord for a home the home that i'm now living in i asked him for I asked him for a place on the water so I could have a place to finish doing my work for him. I did have a little place on the water, but nothing compared to what I have now. But the enemy stole it. So this morning there might be some listing online that the enemy has come in and stole things away from you. He could have stolen some of your health. He could have stolen your property. He could have stolen your job. He could have stolen a lot of things from you. But if you will not let that get to you and keep trusting in the one that owns it all, he can replace it back a hundred times over. And, and the Bible clearly tells you that if you can identify the thief, and we know that when these things get stolen, God didn't do it. So the only other person that could have done it would have been Satan. And if he took it and you can identify him, then he's got to give it back to you seven times over. And I, I'm standing up here saying he give it back to me a hundred times over. So it's, it's just as you ask and, and keep on asking. Keep on, you know, when I say keep on asking, I, when I asked for that, I didn't keep on asking for that. I wrote it down. Let me read something to you real quick. I, I wrote this in 2006. I put it at the top of it, God's my source. And as you see, I've got scriptures. You want to pray, because we're talking about prayer, right? I might not get to finish all of this, but it's not important. The important thing is that I, I speak on what God wants me to speak on. Because if you, you came in here to get a word... And the Lord have, has uh, anointed me to teach the word in a way uh, and a simple and that you can apply that word to whatever that situation is. And, and so I'm only dem- doing this to demonstrate to you that it does work. I have books and books of it works. I could call them my workbooks. <laughs> you know, but it works. And I had titled this July the 27th, 06, God is my source. And I, and I said, Father... I thank you that, you that you have made me a blessing so I can be. And if you hear anything in here that's not scripture, you can stick your hands up. Father, I thank you because this is in Isaiah. 
He said, I made you a blessing that you can be a blessing. How many of you would love to be a blessing, you know, to be a blessed, you know, to be blessed to the extent that you can be a blessing? You don't want just to bless yourself, but you want to be a blessing, praise God. You have not been successful in, in receiving from him until you can actually have more than enough for your needs and the needs of others. When you, can, when you can just give, give, give and still have plenty left over for yourself, then, and I'm not saying I've arrived by no means, I have not. But I'm just saying that when I was writing this, I was a widow living on a fixed income. Asking the Lord for things that seemed absolutely, totally impossible. And, I, and they laughed at me, some of my sisters. But that's okay. That's okay. They know, where, they know who to come to when they need something. Okay, so let them laugh at you. <laughs> when they need prayer, when they need finances. I have two people in here that works for me, my personal assistant, my mentor assistant, they know where they come. You know why? Because God has made me a blessing. That's right. That I may be a blessing, not so I can brag or boast, but if I do brag, boast on His goodness and that His word works. There is His word always works. And I put, Father, I thank you that you have made me a blessing so that I can be a blessing and dispense good unto others. Father, I thank you that you have caused all grace abound unto me, that I, Joanne, shall have enough for every good deed, every charitable donation, and all the tithes and offerings. Father, thank you for being my source. Thank you for equipping me with everything I need, that your kingdom shall continue to be established upon this earth. You said, Lord, that the wealth of the sinners have been stored up for the righteous. I thank you, Lord, that because of who I am in you, because of who I am in him, not in me, but because of who I am in him, I am the righteous. How many in here are the righteous? Can I see some hands? Who, who is righteous? Righteous, oh, righteous means right standing with God. That's what righteousness is. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance. That mountain can't stand. You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back in just a moment. But first, we'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances, and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. 
You can write to us at P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or call us and request the booklet Receiving God's Financial Miracle when you call 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe. that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you that you have taught us how to pray. And when we pray, Lord, help us not to be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly so that they can be seen and heard. But I pray that we will find a quiet, secluded place so we can spend quality time alone with you. I thank you that when we pray that you always hear and that you always answer. You said, Lord, not to worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. You said to tell you what we need and thank you for all you have done. And then we will experience your peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. I pray, Lord, that you will help us to be more sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit and to recognize that what we need might look impossible in the natural. But nothing is impossible for the God that we serve. Help us to understand that you are our source for whatever our needs might be. You are El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are Elohim, God, creator, mighty and strong. And you are the great I am. Amen and amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God